And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the event you've all been waiting for. We're the Thunder Jumps, and we have the power! Oh yeah, you're listening to Thunder Dumps, dudes, where we take the latest in pop culture, mash it up, put our own little personal spin on it, and you like it. This is Eric. And this is Andrew. Yeah, and I'm sick. That's great, but you (laughs) cannot be sick. You cannot, because today we have to start things off. Oh, nice. (laughs) Just to prove the point. I told you. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> but today, actually, we have to start things off with uh, something that we very, very rarely do. And let's talk about sports. Mm. Because it's football season. Yeah. Football's back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Let's, let's go, go Buffalo. Buffalo. Yes. Buffalo Bills, baby. Now, uh, most of the experts are saying the Bills are going to win two games and lose 14 games. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. But. And this is, this is why I wanted to talk <laughs> about sports at the start. Because... We know huh. better than anyone else in the league what it is to be disappointed yes. in a team. And mm. every single year, we always get hyped up. We're like, oh, the Bills, they look good this season. They look good. We're going to do it. And then we get close, and then we don't. Now, mm. this time, however, it's different for me. I don't know if it's the same for you, but this time, I'm really not expecting anything from them. And I think right. that that could be the reason why. Like Maybe because I don't expect them to do well. They might surprise us. So it's going to be interesting. Oh, it is going to be a Stranger Things season because the Bills are probably going to get the shit kicked out of them. But this year, (laughs) they're going to fucking flip it right before their games. They're going to go into the upside down. Yes. And in the upside down, the Bills are king. That is. We're going to go 10 and 6 in the upside down and make the playoffs. (laughs) Uh, Like, I don't even care if we, like, get to the playoffs and get crushed in the first game of the playoffs. I just want to make it to the playoffs at this point. Yeah. The last time the Bills were in the playoffs was 1999. Yep. So, <laughs> this year, baby. Oh, let's let's fucking hope. do it. <laughs> I've got my Bills jersey on right now. Nice. So does my son. So, even that, you know, game time's like four hours from now. Yep. It's, we, are, we are ready. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. But, yes. But what have we got in store for today's episode, Mr. Williams? Well, later today... We have to just talk about Stephen King's movie It. Yes. I mean, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. So we got to talk a lot of shit about that. But uh, we got a couple dumps coming your way. We got talk so a little some Star Wars, obviously. Yep. Um, I am of course again sick because uh, as a as a site coordinator, site supervisor for a recreation program, <laughs> I work with a lot of children. Yep. And there's a lot of germs there. And every time I work with a new wave of kids, I get sick. So when summer camp started, boom, I got a summer cold first week. Yeah. It's back to school. So I'm doing before and after school programs. And I'm also doing a Saturday soccer league. Yeah. So like hundreds of kids have walked by and sneezed in my face. And so I am sick. Oh, like, <laughs> can't help it, man. And these little kids, they're fucking new strains of Ebola every year. <laughs> that so, is true. Uh, and you like, gotta bear uh, with me a little bit. As it's like uh, each kid like brings something different, and then you just like collect them all at once, like Pokemon. Oh yeah, the strain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, fucking Star Wars, yo! They fire directors left and right. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. Got to fire them all. Star Wars producers. So since Star Wars has restarted, there's been let's see, The Force Awakens yeah. and Rogue One. Two movies. We got a third one almost out. Meanwhile, they're working on Han Solo. And they're doing pre-pre-production of episode, what, nine? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like five movies. Plus, they had a canceled one, Boba Fett. That is true, yeah. So six movies total, kind of. They fired half of their directors off those movies. Three for six. Yeah. <laughs> Three for six, they fired directors. Boba Fett killed it. And they could, and you know, they could be like, "Oh, it's because Josh Trank was a butthole, blah blah blah." Yeah. And then, fucking fired Lord and Miller off True. of Han Solo, yeah. which was very sad. And and now they've fired uh, Colin Trevorrow, who did Jurassic Park: Lost World, yeah. off of Episode Nine. And of course, when you're Star Wars and you control the message, you can say every time, 
oh, it's because the director was a dickhole. Yeah. And they sucked. You know, it's like, you know, when I dump a girl, you better believe I get out there real quick oh, yeah. and be like, oh, it's because she sucked, dude. She sucked bad. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we kind of figured. We kind of figured. But you can only do that so many times before everyone's like, maybe you're just an idiot. Exactly. Because you keep dumping these girls and you keep doing the same message. Maybe you're the problem. So, you know, Star Wars... I really don't give. They could fire. They could fire fifty more people, as long as we get good movies out of it. That is true. Um, I don't really don't give a shit that much. But it is weird when they fired so many, and it just makes you wonder. Like, is it because they just have this singular vision at the headquarters, and these directors are trying to put their own spin on it? Because maybe it's a good thing they're firing people. You know, it's like if, if like if fucking Michael Bay had made real Transformers instead of putting his own stupid spin on it. <laughs> You know, yeah. maybe it would, you know, but, but it's, it's just so weird that there's certain franchises like Brian Singer. He can't, he can't do nothing wrong. He makes shitty X-Men movies all the time right. and had some scandals in his personal life. Yeah. And he can just keep making shitty X-Men movies. And, um, you know, over at DC, you know, same thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, but, it's strange with Star Wars at the moment because Disney, like, the, the higher-up executives seem to be taking as much control over it as they possibly can because even if uh, you look at the cur- like the older movies and TV shows and stuff, like they've all been pulled from Netflix. Like They've cancelled all the contracts with Netflix and stuff because they're building their own uh, streaming platform for Disney-only stuff, which means if you want to stream like Star Wars stuff, you'll only be able mm-hmm. to do it through the Disney platform. Um, so there, like, there seems to be like a really <coughs> weird controlling issue going on with the the higher-ups of uh, Disney at the moment. Um, And like you said, like, I don't give a shit as long as I get a good movie out of it. Yeah, I mean, Rogue One, like Rogue One, they didn't fire the director, but the rumor was was that the higher-ups made the director do a ton of reshoots. Yeah. And then the reshoots was the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, they they fucking... They did the... So I guess if you look at Rogue One, you could say, oh, maybe meddling was a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's hard to tell because, I mean, like, the meddling, I don't know. It's one of those things like, what's the point of even hiring a director if you're just going to butt in and do it all yourself kind of thing, you know? Um, so true. But at, at the same time, you know, if it is true that they did meddle and made the good corrections, like... <laughs> Did they just make a shitty choice of bringing in the wrong director or something? Like, it's you just never know because there's always like that uh, gray area of the truth not being revealed about what really happened behind the scenes. Right. So it's like when the Han Solo movie comes out, if it's awesome, we're like, oh, good job, Ron Howard. Yeah. I guess the second director was the right guy, yeah. and we can all forget about the other. You know, it's it's hard to tell. But or you all or you could always wonder how good would it be? Like Ant Man was awesome with the second director, yeah. and then you had to wonder. Oh well, that first guy is pretty fucking cool. Like, maybe that would have been even better. You don't know. So, but it is weird. I mean, they're they're certainly developing a little bit of reputation right now. Yeah. The weird thing is, like, did they meddle with Force Awakens, or not? And are they, or maybe, maybe because I mean, to me, all right, Force Awakens, so happy came out. Love all the new characters. Love Ray. Love Kylo Ren. Love Poe Dameron. Love all the new characters. The movie itself. I mean, you know, basically, and obviously, you know, it ripped off A New Hope. Yeah, of course. Like, all the story beats are the same to the fact that J.J. Abrams is even like, yeah, well, fans can't handle new stuff. <laughs> I wanted to give them comfort food. I wanted to give them something similar, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, what? Yeah. But, you know, the story wasn't the greatest, but the characters were cool, and being back in the universe was awesome. Uh, the story itself, like, especially the last part, oh, we got to go blow up this planet that has a big laser. They didn't... They didn't bother really developing the whole difference between the resistance and the government and the Republic yeah. and stuff. You know, wasn't really the greatest movie, but it had great characters and had, you know, it was action adventure. Yeah, I think so it was like, fine. Uh, maybe they just said that like they, they sat with the Abrams and they were like, maybe they planned that. They were like, we want it to be like a new hope. Just do it with new characters, uh, make it like a sort of comfort zone kind of movie you know maybe that was like the most meddling they done where they just said you know make it like the new hope just make it mm-hmm. new characters or something who, who knows yeah just maybe wonder like 
did the powers that be mess with Force Awakens to make it the movie it is, or did they not mess with it, and now they're like, all right, we're going to mess with them going forward? I mean, I, I want to say yes, because... Um, like you're you're the, the the perfect example of this as well. Like, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I know that you're not, but J.J. Abrams, when he revived Star Trek, he made it to the point where it could be enjoyed by people that didn't like Star Trek. So mm, it's not point. to say that Abrams wouldn't have been able to make a good movie of it. Mm-hmm. And like he, you know, like he split off from the uh, like he used the original characters but split off into a different timeline with a different story. So mm-hmm. something tells me that because it is so similar to New Hope, it might be that the higher up executives were like, "This is what it has to be," kind of thing. Yeah, and like Abrams just had the 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 characters to work with, and that's why maybe they were so good, and the story was just eh. Because mm-hmm. he's always he's very good at casting. Yes, or the people that work with him at least. So. I mean, and obviously he's the rumored to take over nine along with Ryan Johnson who's doing eight right now. So if eight's good, then Ryan Johnson has my vote. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yes, yes. I have a, um, I have two, two Netflix recommendations. Oh, okay. One, one which just uh, is awesome and one is really going to hurt my cred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard that little like sort of half giggle when you were yeah. getting ready to say it. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> so on Netflix, there's a show called Ozark. Yes. And it stars Jason Bateman. And if I could sum it up one sentence, it'd be like, what if you had breaking this, the show Breaking Bad, yep. but the entire family was in on it from the first episode? Yeah, see, that's what I assumed that it was going to be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, is so there? oh yeah ozark okay. was great i just wrapped up watching all 10 episodes um this guy is an accountant but he does agree to money launder for a drug dealer except the rest of his firm is skimming off the top the <laughs> drug dealer kills everybody and says i'm gonna kill you and jason bateman floundering was like wait 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 i got this idea um there's this resort in missouri on a lake and i can go there i can fucking swindle people i'll you know, I'll launder your cash and, you know, I'll like quadruple your your re- return. Just let me yeah. do this. And the guy's like, okay. So Jason Bateman is like, saved him and his family's life temporarily. But now he's going to go down there and he's got to clean a shit ton of money. And while he's down there, he's got to deal with all these Missouri people that he's not used to. Yeah. But his family knows about it right from the start. He's got a wife and two kids. And it's 10 episodes. I really liked it. That's cool. I like the characters. There's... Well, most of the characters. There's some weird unhinged FBI guy that was kind of crazy, but um, it's cool. Jason Bateman is great. I mean, if you like him in movies, you'll like him in this. Um, you know, it's it's that gray area where no one's a good guy yeah. kind of thing. Even the people you're rooting for, just like in Breaking Bad, it's like, well, you guys are all still breaking the law. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, you're not technically the good guys, and it's just it's like a, the way it slowly unravels and stuff. It was great. That's cool. I definitely recommend Ozark. I mean, especially. It's still early in September, so a lot of TV isn't back yet. Yeah. So, I mean, we watched one episode a night for a week and a half, and boom. Yeah, see, I, I was interested in it, uh, and I just hadn't got around to it, but now that it's got your seal of approval, it's uh, a definite watch now then. Now, there is, I gotta warn you a little bit, there's lots of strip club scenes. Oh, nice. <laughs> but I have to warn you, they're Missouri strip club oh, scenes. So in the okay. beginning, they have to show you it. it's a ranchy, you know, totally bad strip club. There's like yeah. a pregnant chick. There's a, a <laughs> pregnant stripper and stuff just to show you how bad things are. But eventually they clean up the establishment. So by about episode three or four, then it's a nice strip club. Oh, OK. So, so just just keep in mind in the, in the beginning, it'll say there's nudity. Don't get excited for the nudity in the beginning. But once you go to about episode three or four, then and then some decent nudity. Nice. So <laughs> I'll look forward to that. Here is my other recommendation. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, um, it is a show that my daughter was like, I want to watch that. And oh, it was called Lego Lego Elves. Oh, really? And, you know, she wants to watch a lot of bullshit. And yeah. it's, it's terrible. But I was like, oh, Elves? All right, let me, let me take a look at this. Now, it's called Lego Elves, but... There's not actually like Lego pieces. Don't, don't envision Lego characters. Okay. It's just by the company. Hmm. And I got to say, I liked it. Okay. It's about like there's this elf land and there's like five or six elves and they all have like Captain Planet powers. <laughs> like one's has fire, one's got water, one's got wind, and one's got heart. 
and she sucks. But okay. they, they decided to send her over to Earth to help protect the gateway dimension or something. And she eventually became a human, blah, blah, blah. She gave the little amulet to her daughter, and now she goes back to the elf land to check him out. So my daughter's instantly hooked on this. But I'm watching it, and there's goblins, and they're little fuck nuts. But um, <laughs> it was uh, – you know what it was? The exact – I swear to God, the same company that does the animation for Voltron does the animation yeah, for elves. I actually just like pulled it up. It actually looks you know, pretty solid yeah. animation. Like that's what got me. Like when I saw the animation, I was like, "Shit, this is fucking really good. Yeah. This is re- this is you know anime style. I was like, this is good. Um, the voice acting is great, and there's lots of little jokes and stuff. It still is not aimed at me, um, <laughs> but and it's not nearly as cool as Voltron or anything. But if you have like me, if you have to sit through shows with your kids, yeah, um, this worked because yeah. there's only like eight episodes. And we watched like a third one, and then I was getting my son ready for the bus. And she's like, Dad, I'm going to watch the next one. I was like, no, you wait for me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, what have I become? I'm, uh, I'm... So I, if I could say it, Elves is not that good. Yeah. I mean, the animation, it's got some voice actors that I definitely recognize from Legend of Korra. Um, I mean, it's fucking top notch. You know, it's not really a show that people that listen to us would be into. Yeah. But if you've got to watch something with your daughter or your niece or nephew, blah, blah, blah. You know, my son's into it, too, because there's bad guys. So if you have to watch something, that is my recommendation. This is good uh, babysitter show. That's cool. Lego Alps. But I will admit, I'm going to watch all eight episodes because I need to know how it ends now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so. I mean, like at first, whenever you, you said about it, like gonna have to watch it with your daughter. I genuinely thought you were gonna say that. There's that show on uh, Netflix where, you know, in Game of Thrones, the the little uh, badass girl. Yeah, Lyanna Mormont. Yes, um, she has a TV show on Netflix now. It's called uh, The Worst Witch. It's basically like uh, Harry Potter, but I guess aimed at younger females, kind of thing, uh, sort of thing. Uh, and people have been like going crazy over it or something. Uh, personally, I haven't watched it. I don't think I will, but just warning you ahead of time, that might be next on your list. Well, see, I mean, she, she the stuff she watches sucks so bad. It's like Barbie, yeah. Wings, you know, it's just like, I just can't, I can't watch it. I just can't do it. I mean, usually I'll just be like, yo, let's watch a Disney movie. Like yeah. she just watched Brave, watched Brave the first time last night and loved it. No, so, I mean, and don't, don't make it sound like I sit this kid in front of the TV 24-7. We, yeah, we yeah. do lots of but you know when it's time to watch some tv when i got some work to do but anyways lego elves great babysitter material if you need to, if you have to watch something with a little guy a girl that's cool well yes i will admit that i need to see it all the way <laughs> uh well speaking of uh netflix actually um there was news that came out i don't even know how long ago it came out like maybe a few days less than a few days um the creator of Netflix's Daredevil is going to direct and write Fox's X Force series. Ooh, perfect! Yes, That's a great match. Yeah, and we already like we already have uh, Cable in the form of uh, Josh Brolin. Um, mm. I can't remember who else is already confirmed. And Colossus, uh, we've seen in the uh, what do you call it movies? Uh, Deadpool. Uh, it's uh, you know like I, I of all the Netflix TV series. From Marvel, I only really trust the Daredevil one at the moment. So I'm kind of happy that he's the one doing it. Yeah, if he's the showrunner and if he's doing new, you said he's doing X Force? X Force, yes. Okay. If he's doing X Force, then cool. I'm in. I mean, I like Daredevil a lot. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, awesome. it'll have uh, Colossus, which we did already see in uh, Deadpool, and he was cool. Uh, oh, yeah, I love Colossus. We have Cable, which we awesome. have seen some previews of, of Josh Brolin. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. They haven't, I don't think they've mentioned uh, the other three characters or who's going to play them, like uh, Dr. Nemesis, Domino, and Forge. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who actually uh, fills uh, those roles. Mm-hmm. The, only, the only thing I worry about is that... Um, the film uh, is also, or is it a film or TV show? I'm not even sure. Um, but it's also going to be produced by a handful of people, which includes Ryan Reynolds. Um, 
Not sure how to feel well, about that, to be honest. Well, I mean, I don't. If he had a ton of control in the first Deadpool movie, it worked out. Yeah. I don't know. So I mean, guess we'll see with Deadpool too. But sure. I mean, you didn't you didn't say Brian Singer, so I'm good. Yeah, that, that's all that matters. As long as it's not Brian Singer, we good. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I did it just wrap New Mutants the movie too. So yeah, really, they just wrap production on it. Yeah, I mean, like at the I'm moment, in, I'm into that one. Yeah, at the moment, like anything that's sort of tied to Singer or or like Fox and what I'm wary of because like even like I I will not watch it but every time I see a little bit more of Inhuman somewhere it just looks worse and worse and worse oh man is that still a thing because I remember yeah. they put it in the IMAX movie theater and like no one watched it yeah. except like a, like one homeless guy just stumbled in and it was like <laughs> ah fuck I'd rather be on the street and he fucking left the theater like after an hour he's uh, like well give me a sidewalk to lay on I ain't watching this shit yeah they, um, they they get so yeah. slammed hard about it. Like uh apparently like like the quality itself was fucking purr to even be worthy of putting into IMAX theaters, so I I don't know what the hell's going on with that uh with those guys, but I don't really care, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well Well, I mean the you know, Deadpool was so good. So based on the strength of Deadpool two doing a quick research on my phone real quick there can you guess how many people apparently went to see it when it came out on the IMAX screen over the weekend four and a half 41 <laughs> <laughs> 41 people I mean that's fucking terrible like like in your town or no in the world? no no <laughs> like I like it's on the uh, you know the avclub.com website mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy that wrote the article okay. said, I was one of the apparently 41 people who actually went to see Inhumans on an IMAX screen this weekend. That's so that, that must just include all of the US. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about why no one was in Humans. Yeah. Other than the fact that it sucked. Because we were all fucking packed to see it. Yes, we were. And when I say packed, I'm, me and my wife went at noon. At noon on Saturday, because we're like, you know, matinee, noon, not going to be a lot of people. And she was like, should we buy tickets ahead of time? I was like, don't question me, woman. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I got there and they said, all right, these are the seats available. We sat in the third row. Yeah. So we had to like recline our chairs a little bit because the fucking theater was packed at noon. Yeah, see, that's the uh, like, that's the one good thing about Finland. Like we actually, when we buy our tickets, we actually reserve seats. Um. So you don't. Oh, we we had that room. option. Yeah. We had that option, but I didn't even buy the seats ahead of time. Yeah. Because I just figured, well, we'll just walk in and pick whatever we want because we're seeing the movie at noon. Yeah, we seen it. We seen it in like uh, screen number two, which is still huge, uh, because uh-huh. uh, screen number one and I think three as well were sold out. And even in Ireland, my brothers were going to go see it, and the midnight showings for five screens were sold out. So mm. they done. Uh, they done pretty good. Yeah, supposedly it, it took in in the U.S. took fifty mil on Friday, and it's gonna, you know, in a couple hours from now they're gonna announce that it did over a hundred million. It's basically gonna be like the biggest horror movie ever. That, that's great. So, all right. So I guess we have to do like a non-spoiler. We just have to gush about how awesome it is without giving total details. Um, I mean, it, it was it, fucking great. It was, it was great. great. <laughs> the, the thing is, too, though, like, here's the thing: it depends on who you are because i'll give you an example i have read the book i have seen the original stuff and i thought this was fucking amazing um yeah. my wife however has never read the book has never seen any of the original uh it uh movie or series or anything uh, doesn't really watch any of that 70s 80s horror movie style or anything and she thought that it was just okay so yeah, you got to get rid of her. Sorry. Uh, no, I've already signed the divorce papers. I'm waiting for her go. to like, get her. <laughs> but like, and that's what, you know, I I realize like, you know, it's, it, it depends on, on what kind of person you are. You know, if you're not really into that kind of thing, I guess it might've, but that's the, the thing. Like she didn't think it was bad. She just thought it was okay. You know, but if you were like us, where you grew up with that kind of thing and you knew what kind of style it was going to be. Because we talked like weeks and weeks ago how horror movies in the last 10 years have been shit because it's either 
gruesome shock horror or jump scare shit. None of them really focus around that sort of creepiness genre yeah. style or any, anything more. So th- that's something she just wasn't used to. And I think that's why oh. that maybe took her out a little bit. See, I feel like, you know, I mean, I'm a big, big fan of Stephen King. I've read most of his books. And usually when his books get adapted to TV shows or movies, they suck. They suck. I mean, you know, maybe it's just too hard to do it, except for a you know a handful here and there. Even Dark Tower this summer, I wanted it to be so good. Yeah, it was, it was just okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It was just okay. But <laughs> this, I feel like this is the best Stephen oh, King adaptation for ever. For sure. For sure. Like, it's so, for me, it's so good. And uh, we had to sit through eight movie previews before <laughs> it started. Man. Like, the movie started 20 minutes after the start time. That's and Almost all of those previews were for upcoming horror movies, which I had no idea so many horror movies were coming Ooh. out. And every preview was just what's wrong with horror movies. Yeah. So exactly. first, so there's there's a fucking new Saw movie coming out. So like, hey, watch people just get fucking cut into. Yeah. Pass. And they're like, hey, here is the 1,000th uh, evil possession movie. Is it the one that we've seen in the Lawrence? last 10 years? Well, no, no, that, that, I'm getting to that one. Okay, but they're okay, like, okay. here's the 1,000th evil possession movie we've seen. Yay, a doll fucking possessed a girl. Okay, like, yeah, that yeah. happens every two months. Pretty much. And then they're like, and here is your 1,000th uh, haunted house movie yes. in the last 10 years. And on the fact that Jennifer Lawrence and it looked like Javier Bardem is in it, maybe that's going to be a good one. Yeah. But it's like, those are the only three horror movies you ever get anymore. Yep, you fucking get torture porn, torture porn, yep. and... Haunted House, and Evil Possession movies. Exactly. And it was just so refreshing. It was indeed. To just not be, to fall into one of those. Um, now, the characters were amazing. The, you know, the, For anyone that doesn't know about this yet, it's all about a group of 13-year-old misfits yeah. that realize that shit is going on in town. And, and, and a big part of, of the point that Stephen King makes in the book and stuff is that the parents are useless. The yeah, parents for sure. fucking useless, and they're they're really not nice people because this this evil monster who's been living in this town for a long time has actually poisoned the environment. He's poisoned the people. This monster has poisoned them so much that they're very quick to to uh, take advantage of their darkest um, impulses. Yeah. So you've got these losers who don't really have anyone but each other, and they're realizing shit's going down, and they realize no one else can help them. And eventually, it realizes that they know that it knows that they know that it's there. And so (laughs) he's like, all right, I am now targeting you. I was just eating regular children and making people kill each other and stuff, but now that I realize that you guys know about me, I'm coming after you. Yeah. It was, um, like, the the kids, like you were saying, like... They were so like if you have seen the original It movie as well, um, the kids were so well casted. It, they 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 actually reminded you even of the originals as well. Like there were some yeah. differences in some of them. Like the girl was uh, what most people say a little bit cuter than what the uh, previous one was, but the attitude was still the same. She still f- uh, felt right as the character. Um, even like the little fat kid and stuff. Like everyone just seemed to fit that role really well oh yeah i would say that the casting wise the kids were amazing yeah, they were great like they did a great job i mean yeah. good little actors and yeah they each fit their little role um there's so many of them you don't get as much time yeah. um like you don't get too much time with mike unfortunately yeah. um but and the um stanley you don't get as much time with stanley as much either but I felt that they did an amazing job. Like, those kids are immensely likable, yeah. and you want to root for them. And that was part of the book, too, because King writes characters so well. If you had to pick one kid right now to tell me who is your MVP, in three, two, one, let's say it, okay? Let's see if we okay. get the same one. Ready? All right, ready? Three, two, one. Richie. Lando. Oh, of course going to be Lando. <laughs> <laughs> that joke is never going to die. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, for no, for sure, Richie, Richie which is the kid from Stranger Things. The yes. kid from Stranger Things, yes. as Richie, is the fucking bomb. Was, and this I'm, is, I'm this bringing, is what um, um, this is what's great about it as well. It's not all horror or creepiness. It's really funny at times, like really funny. Yeah. And Richie was yeah. usually the source of that. 
Richie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> there was as many laughs in the movie theater as there were screams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Finn Wolfhard, I think, is his, the actual actor's name. Yeah, He's from Stranger like Things. Yeah. Um, he was hysterical. It was so fucking good. Um, but yeah, all the characters were really good. And yeah, and um, so eventually the the monster is just is coming after them. I mean, this monster can not only shape shift, but he can kind of like I don't know if you manipulate reality or something. Mm, I I think so because like there was one incident that did happen with the girl where right. the, the dad comes in to like see what was happening and he can't see anything, even though and I couldn't figure out. If he couldn't see it because the reality had been manipulated, or if it's because the the monster has influenced all the adults, yeah, and has turned them so negative that they can't fucking see what's in yeah. front of their face I, anymore. I think it's that because, like, at the end of the movie, like, uh, not to spoil anything, uh, my wife asked, "Well, what about all the other kids?" You know, and I was saying, I was like, "Well, it wouldn't really matter if the those kids told the parents about it because." If they went looking for them, they probably wouldn't see it. There was something about the adults that they were just brainwashed in some way that they just could not see all the bad stuff that was going on. So Yeah, I just think that they just lived in that town for so long with this evil presence seeping so. underneath for so long that it just poisoned all of them. Yeah. You know, and so they're they're just sloughing through life. Yeah, because each uh, uh, each parent, uh, if you looked at them like each parent was bad in their own way. Like, there was a possessive uh, mother, there was an abusive father, there was, you know, there was always something wrong with them. So I think it was just, like you said, living so long in a town of evil, it just, it just became nothing to them. No, it was cool. Um, first of all, it is very creepy. Yeah, it is. And, um, I mean, and when, just, just when he, I mean, like, the first, the original movie from 27 years ago came out when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, like that movie was creepy, and that clown was creepy. Tim Curry did a great job. Yeah. And so you know, whenever you do like a remake or something, you're always like, well, I'm comparing it against the other one, so this better be good. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Within yeah. the first five minutes, first five minutes, I was like, okay, yeah. this new clown, Pennywise, he's got it down. Yeah, he does. Um, and I'm done comparing him to Tim Curry. They they both can stand on their own because the new clown is fucking awesome. Yeah. He has so many goddamn teeth. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, he's actually um for those that like uh, uh don't know, like he is now the next uh scores guard to I mean he, he has done like some acting stuff before, like he was in Hem Hemlock Grove, the T V series or something, mm -hmm. which I didn't watch. But for those that don't know, like there is this huge acting family. And he is like the youngest of them. So the father is uh, Stefan Skorsgaard, right. who plays uh, like uh, like Professor Eric and Thor in the Marvel Universe. The eldest brother is uh, Alexander Skorsgaard, who played like uh, Eric Northman in True Blood True and Blood. stuff. Then you have uh, another one called uh, Gustav Skorsgaard, mm -hmm. who, uh, if you watch Vikings, plays a major character in that and is amazing. Uh so this one, Bill Scoresgard, he's the youngest, and uh, let's just say that he has the acting skills of the rest of his family because he 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 creeped me out. So oh, yeah. good job. <laughs> no, it was yeah, he was really good as a clown, and uh, and he, he's just terrorizing these kids. Um, I will say, uh, you know, each kid is kind of experiencing their own little hell at some yes. point with with the clown coming after them. Um, my only critique of the movie is about middle way through the movie, there's probably an extra 15, 20 minutes of um, unnecessary creeping where the story wasn't moving any farther along. You know, they realized the monster was there, but they weren't really doing enough research or plotting and stuff. Yeah. They were just kind of spinning their wheels while he was still terrorizing them one at a time. So they could have cut down a little bit on that. In the middle of the movie, I feel like it kind of – it was um, – just kind of stuck yeah, in the it, same spot it, it was before. It was before. like uh, two hours and 15 minutes long. So Yeah, it's long for horror. Yeah. yeah. Usually a horror movie can do like an hour and 29 minutes and 37 seconds. Yeah. Like it can barely <laughs> get to an hour and a half. Sure. And this one had plenty of material, which is good. But yeah, they probably should have trimmed 15 minutes down in yeah. the middle. Um, but the clown's fucking terrifying. They've got all these different scenarios where he's coming after them. And, um, you know, I probably jumped like three or four times. Uh my wife, who I'll also be getting rid of, will put her on the curb next to yours. <laughs> we're just like, we're just looking at the screen. I was like, dude, aren't you? Didn't that scare you? She's like, 
it's not real. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, like, I fucking know it's not real. We're, we're in a movie theater. I know the clown isn't there, <laughs> but really? Like, see, I mean, see, she just doesn't why, get scared. That's why I was saying that, like, it, it depends who you are, because if you haven't, like, read the book, which was terrifying, or seen the original movie, which is terrifying, like, I, I think you just don't really, it doesn't get to you, or you don't appreciate it as much if you have had some experience, even like with other like classic 70s, 80s horror movies of that style, you know, if you have any experience with them at all, I think there's a deeper appreciation for them. So I think that those that don't have that are a little bit more immune to it, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, she still liked it. She just didn't jump like I did. Yeah. I mean, I've I fucking jumped a couple yeah. times like, here like, and there. Like th- there, was, uh, there was two moments, like one really got me, which was when... The, like I said, the kid was following his brother and the mm-hmm. walkie-talkie noise as he crossed the room. Like, I fucking shit my pants at that point. And then, like you said, the the garage one, like, that was a heart stopper. I didn't, like, physically yes. leap, but my heart just mm-hmm. went, ugh. You know, it just wanted to die. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to spoil anything, guys, yeah. but when the kids go in the garage, yeah, mm. hold on to your dicks. And, like, that's <laughs> the, the beautiful thing about it as well. Like, Like, we talk about, like, modern horror movies you when you're waiting for the jump scares you're like okay it's either going to do the typical jump scare which is now right off the bat or it'll try and do that delayed jump scare to like fool you into it uh now with it you were like something's going to happen but it didn't matter because it would still get you anyway so oh yeah it was so well done and and the cool thing is he could he can mix it up because he didn't always show up as the clown Yes. So, because if if you saw like an hour of clown, it might you know it's like it's like the the Freddy Krueger sequels. In the first one, you barely see Freddy, which is good. Yes. And the 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 more movies that came out, the more that you saw Freddy, the less scary it became. So you see the clown, and he's fucking scary because they don't overuse him. He keeps yeah. showing up as different things. Um, I mean, there's just that one one quick scene. He just goes, "Come here, boy." Uh, and I was like, ah! <laughs> like it scared the shit out of me. Just the way he said it too. I was yeah. like, ah! so. Um, but it was. I mean, I, I don't go to horror movies anymore as much because I really am just not into the current trends yes. of horror. Yeah. Um, you know, yep. I think we lost you for a second. I, I, I still hear. So. What was the movie that was directed by the guy from Key and Peele? It was called, like, Get Out, I think? Yes, Get Out, yeah. So, I mean, I heard that's really good. I didn't see it. So, I mean, I I had to go see that one. So, I mean, it sounds like there's still some good horror out there. Yeah. And the one where the, um, the fucking uh, the sex killer, like, all those teenagers, if you bang someone, then oh, yeah. the, Jesus. You, the one you banged, is you got to bang someone to so it doesn't kill you. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen that one either. Is that one? I kind of heard it might have been good, but yeah, I can't. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, that, I, I did see the advertisement for that. I think it was literally called "It Comes," <laughs> unintended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, so I'm not. I'm not jumping on all of horror, but it's like, like I said, I just saw eight previews. Yeah. Well, actually, one was for Thor three, which looked awesome, and then the other seven were like horror movies, and it just looked terrible. Yeah, we got. So like, I think our previews were like that Jennifer Lawrence horror movie, uh, Saw. Uh, we did see Justice League. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they showed us Justice League. They have recut the trailer. Really, we Justice got the, League... we got the one that we seen online. Oh, no, this one was like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Like the whole first minute of the Justice League trailer was Wonder Woman. They're like, "Yo, did everyone like Wonder Woman this summer? Sweet, <laughs> get all the Wonder Woman footage and stick it in the front." Because at first I was like, "Fucking Wonder Woman's in the bank. What's going on?" Oh, Justice League, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, "This is like like Wonder Woman coming out on DVD or something." I was confused because they just they just front loaded the trailer with Wonder Woman because they were like, "Ah, we actually have a hit." Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still going to get excited to, to, to see Justice. Like, um, you know, I have to do it. But, um, but, yeah, It, two thumbs up my butt because I was scared. Yep. Um, loved it. And, um, oh, and, and, uh, this, this technically isn't a, a spoiler because it's all over the news at the moment. Um, at the very, very end of the movie, the logo appeared and said, Chapter 
Yes. And it has now been confirmed that Chapter 2 will be arriving in 2019. Okay, I figure they're probably fast track it yeah. because this one is just yeah, is I mean, so amazing. They, yeah, they did like uh like this is what was great about the movie. In the movie they said that this thing aka Pennywise only appears every 27 years. Is it 27 or mm-hmm. 29? 27. Yeah, 27. Um and the last movie came out 27 years ago. And obviously yeah. they weren't going to wait another 27 years for it to come out, you know. Um so it, it was obvious we were going to get it like really really soon um Mm -hmm. but uh, actually speaking of uh, which there was a couple of other nice little easter eggs uh in the uh the movie as well uh nightmare on elm street got a little shout out oh yeah i saw that nightmare on elm street 5 was from the uh the market (laughs) that was cool um and of course the uh new kids on the block um, that was hilarious. It was so funny. Like, like, like I said, you know, it wasn't just horror all the time. There were some great uh, comedy moments. Like, there was so, there was so many your mom jokes, and yes. I didn't get tired of it. Oh yeah, I mean, it was great. Little kid, you know, thirteen-year-old fucking humor. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was pretty funny. And, you know, it's funny. Every time they pass by the movie theater marquee, I always look to see what the movie was up there. Yeah. So Batman was on there, and Lethal Weapon 2 was on there, and then, yeah, Nightmare on Street 5. I was always curious to see what, what movie they're going to put on yeah. there. So, Which is true. Batman did come out in the summer of 89. It's true. So, and I think yeah. Lethal Weapon did also. So, yeah. so like... Uh, they're facts. Check out. Yeah, so, like, the great thing as well about it doing so well is that now maybe certain Stephen King properties will get a little bit more love. Um, like the, the, hopefully the dark tire TV series gets a good amount of love. We know that, uh, Abrams, JJ Abrams is, is working on a new TV series involving, uh, Derry. Right. And that's so, going to be like, a I almost like an anthology, right? It's going to have a yeah, bunch of, it's going to have like, in. yeah, there's going to be a lot, like, I don't know how or what they're going to do with it, but it's going to involve, like, basically all of Stephen King's books. So, like, Pet Cemetery. Uh, it, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I hope now that with it doing so well, it's going to get a, a lot of love. So They just need to remake Salem's Lot again. Oh, yes. Like, Salem's Lot is one of my favorite Stephen King books. It terrified me. Like, I'm going to admit, I saw the lights on a couple nights after reading that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would, I would like read the book until one in the morning yeah. and then put it down and leave the light on. So, you know, pussy. Um, <laughs> but they made a movie in the seventies. It's terrible. Yep. And they remade it like five years ago and it was okay. Yeah. They need to, but it was like TV movies both times. Yeah. yeah. They need to make Salem's lot, the movie in the theater by whatever team just made it. Yeah. Just fucking get those guys make Salem's lot. Cause that. It's some creepy ass vampire shit done right. Yeah, like the, uh, the book at least. So that, that's another thing that we didn't actually mention on. Um, like usually when these like major movies come out, you know, we always know who the team are that make it. Like we always knew who the director and the writer is. I had no idea who was doing the movie this time because I didn't care as well. Like I was like, yes, okay, done. You know, but I had <clears throat> no idea who the. Uh, who the guy is that made the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because September is usually where the, most people put shit movies that yes. wouldn't do well any other month. So, I mean, it could go down as like the biggest September movie ever. Yeah. Hopefully, will then be broken two weeks from now by Kingsman 2. Yes, it's going to be awesome. So, but yeah, it was so good. It's so nice to go to a movie with high expectations and not be disappointed. Ex- exactly. Yes. Especially if it involves like a remake or a reboot or something. Yeah. It was so fucking good. You know, I definitely recommend you guys go see it. Yep. Um, it was awesome. So, yeah, it was. Thank you, it. And thank you for the nightmares that I will be having. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, well, the only thing I got left is just a little, little Pokemon Go sidebar. All right, let's hear it. Um, I still play it with my son. He loves it, so we played it all summer, and all those legendary raids popped up in July with all the different birds, and we managed to catch all of them. We got the Moltres and Articuno and Zapdos, and we finally caught one Lugia. Like, the, the last day before it was leaving the game, we were 0 for 7 on Lugia raids, and we finally caught one. Nice. 
But now the months of September, October, November, they've got the three legendary beasts, the dogs. Yeah. And they're rotating. So we've got Raikou right now, the electric one in North America. You've got, um, I don't know what the fuck you've got over there. One of the other two. Yeah. But But every month they're rotating. But I don't know if the catch rate has been improved or I just became a Pokemon master because we've gone on seven Raikou raids and caught six of them. Well, like I caught I, one right before this podcast. I did hear that they had buffed those chances a little bit, but also something about they've changed the egg drops, like what you can uh, obtain three egg drops now. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the update was, um, but there were some people complaining about that certain. Uh, Pokemon had been removed from the egg drop chances and I don't know how you obtain them anymore. Like, if they'll only be available through raids or something. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think this Raikou's easier to catch because it's not flying. Hmm. Like, the other legendaries are all flying in the air and so you have to, like, if you do, like, a curveball and stuff, you gotta throw it even farther up there. Yeah. And for me, like, since they're bobbing and weaving when they're flying, it was harder to get, like, a critical hit. But this Raikou, he's, you know, he's, he's on the ground, so he just goes back and forth. So maybe that's why it's easier. Yeah, um, yeah they've removed some of the originals out of uh, hatching now. Um, they brought the eggs back, so you see, for they used to just have the legendaries pop up for two hours and now the fucking egg is there for an hour to let you know it's coming and then you only have an hour to catch it um which is stupid but i will say that in my town we've developed a little community we've got a little facebook chat message group so when it pops up everyone fucking notifies each other they say where it is everyone thumbs up if they're going and so we usually have enough people to go there and catch it instead of just like in the beginning of the summer, me and my son would just show up and just wait and hope someone else would come by. So now that we've got a little nerd chat going, yeah, we're actually able to and get some people out there. So, and we keep seeing the same people again. So it's funny because um, when I started Pokemon go, they said you had to create a name for your account. Yeah. And I didn't know if anyone was going to see my name. So I was like, thunder dumps, baby. <laughs> nice. And then, then the whole fucking gym system started. And then when you put Pokemon in the gym, your name shows up yeah. and around town and stuff. And so when I met these people over the summer, they're like, who the fuck is Thunder Dumps? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's me, baby. Nice. Yeah, they, um, uh, they actually said like in an update that came like earlier today or something that they've actually only mm-hmm. achieved 10% of what they want to do with Pokemon Go. Um like, there is a lot missing, like, uh, PvP battles, like, one-on-one mm-hmm. PvP, trading, uh, shit like that. Um, but 10%, I mean, like, if you've only achieved 10% of the game release so far, like, that's a lot still to come. Just don't leave it too late, Niantic. Get it out. Like, polish yeah. it, but get it out. <laughs> yeah, roll it out faster, dude. 10%, like, you're going to be losing, you know, the people that start. I mean, obviously, you could have you have new people starting every day. And yeah. if you just started tomorrow, yesterday... This it's amazing for you, but for the people that if you want to keep the people still on there, that you know are cashing in money to buy extra shit, yeah, um, yeah. Look, can we roll it out a little faster? You know, it's like, come yeah. on, dudes. Like, we, I know we, they're trying um, to get Mewtwo out right now, so yeah, we've got like uh, we have that thing starting in uh, Europe now, the Pokemon Go Safari Zone. Um, it's going to be happening in like uh, shopping centers or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, hopefully there's something cool from that. Yeah, they're they're beta testing Mewtwo raids right now. Yeah. So hopefully in the next month or so, me and the kid can get a Mewtwo. Like, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, so it's still, it still has my interest. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, I can play like 15 minutes a day, really. So, yeah. or like I, whenever I go jogging, I'll turn it on just so I can hatch eggs and stuff. I still don't understand why all the regionals from your side of the planet yeah. are not over here. Like all these raid battles, yeah. they have these, they have all the fucking evolutions as raid battles. As well, no one needs those. Yeah, but sure. you know, we don't have a Kangaskhan or a Farfetch because they're regionals on the other side of the planet. So yeah. fucking put those in there, and I'll yeah. spend some more money. It's the same too. Like uh, like the Mewtwo raids have started, mm-hmm. but they're only at certain gyms. So does that mean like certain gyms in a major city or something? Like, well, what the one thing we read was that. They're only it's an invite only thing. You can't just buy a pass. You have to get an invite pass from Mewtwo. And 
if it's only if you've completed a, a successful raid at the gym that it's going to show up at. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've I've so I've battled legendaries at every gym in my town. So if one poet pops up in my town, I'll get an invite, but it'll probably pop up in the fucking next town over. Yeah. Which I don't drive out to because I'm not that hardcore of a player. Yeah, something so. like uh, I, like I have some details here. It says like they're going to be called like extreme raids or ex raids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The the battle window has been cut to just one hour. Yeah, it um, sucks. It used to be two hours, way yeah. better. But the 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 extreme raid passes are distributed 24 hours before the event, so mm-hmm. you'll know to like prepare ahead of time or something. Which I guess right, is good. okay. Yeah, so I can get on this chat group with my nerd buddies, and we can figure yeah. out a time. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, uh, my interest in Pokemon was almost done, and then the legendaries came, and then it made it more interesting. And now it's more of a community thing. Like, I never saw these other people. Yeah. I would just see their names in the gyms. And so it's funny. People are like, oh, you're a Thunderdumps? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> They're like, we wondered all winter long when your Dragonite was in the gym. We wondered who the fuck Thunderdumps was. And nice. so now, now they get to meet me. That's cool. You guys should all be jealous that you don't get to meet me and these random Pokemon people do. So, <laughs> I haven't told them about the podcast though because since it's the town I live in and I do work with children, I have to be a little careful that, that is I don't I don't want to offend any parent out there that's like, "What? You work with children and you swear on a podcast? I hate uh, you." Well, I don't so fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, well, that's all that's I got good. for this week, dude. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's. Uh... Basically, the uh, the main point of this podcast was go see it. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm hoping for the big win. Let's see this weekend. Yes. You know, I already watched it, which was amazing. Yeah. I caught two legendary Raikus. That was cool. I fucking ate a donut. That was great. Nice. And uh, I I watched Lego Elves. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a combination! Like to go from like it to Lego Elves. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If I could just get the Buffalo Bills to win, it'll be the perfect weekend. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, we we already have it that the Patriots are technically the worst team in the NFL. Thank you, Kansas no. City. If the Bills beat the Jets today, the Bills are first place in the division. Well, technically, we are alphabetically. So, <laughs> but I mean, like, if we because the Jets are in our division, so if we yep. beat the Jets. The Jets and the Patriots will be 0-1. Yep. The Dolphins got their game canceled on account of Hurricane. Yep. The Bills will be number one, baby. Yep. Which we have probably never been. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So let's do it. Yes. Go All Bells. Right. Well, I guess that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for being here. As always, we are the Thunder Dumps. You can find us at thunderdumps.com. Hit us up on our social media if you watched it and what you thought of it as well at the Thunder Dumps. Find us on the official iOS podcast section as well as Stitcher for Android. And we will see you guys next week. Yeah, take her easy and soup.